Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. On the line with us now is the one and only Trey Wingo. Trey is brought to us today by Caesar Sportsbook. Your first bet is on Caesars. Bet up to $1,250, and if you don't win, you'll get it back as a free bet. Terms and conditions apply. You must be 21+. plus. He's on Twitter at Wingos with a Z. Trey, I was kind of wondering this as I was watching the game of the year of the century, at least of this week, on Sunday. Does Josh Allen look 100% to you when he throws the ball? Um. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, on some throws, he absolutely rips it. But I can see what you're saying. On some of them, there might be an issue. Look, I mean, it's a UCL. And the only reason I say UCL because my, my tongue gets tied every time I try to say ulnar collateral ligament. So, you know, I mean, that's that's the ligament as a baseball player where you have potentially Tommy John surgery. Um, he's not going to use that as an excuse. Um, but, yeah, it's going to – I mean, he had a similar injury his rookie year, and he missed four games. So – I think he's trying to tough through it a little bit right now. And, I, you know, the, the biggest concern, if you're going to do that, is the medical staff needs to make sure, okay, if he's going to work through this, is there any way it can potentially get worse? Because right. if it gets worse, then we're talking their season is done. You know, with all due respect to Case Keenum, who I like, and actually he's a friend, but, uh, you know, he's not going to be the things that Josh Allen can be for the Buffalo Bills. So I, I thought there were a couple of throws where he just looked stellar. But, yeah, there were a couple that didn't look great. But some of that might be by design, just toss it in the ground and move on to the next play. Yeah, because I was trying – I was thinking specifically – so the last interception, when you saw it live, you just kind of thought, oh, well, that's just – that's kind of a Josh Allen, you know, he's a gunslinger. He, But when they showed the spider cam kind of at the end, you saw the – like he he was trying to thread it between like a linebacker and and Peterson and Peterson just kind of undercuts it, but you also saw the wind yeah. just take it away, kind of in the same fashion when uh, when Cousins was just trying to like throw it away to his running back, and the wind just took it. And I yeah. was just wondering, I was like, man, maybe that maybe that's just he's used to making that throw with like you know having and his fastball just doesn't you know instead of throwing ninety five, he's throwing eighty eight, and the wind just got it. That's certainly possible. I will say something else, though, that's going to make Josh sick. If you go back and look at that play, he had Devin Singletary yep. wide-ass open. Like, he's either getting the first down or he might trot in for the touchdown. And when Josh sees the progression, he's going to say, not only did I make a bad throw, I made a bad decision. And I want to be clear because, you know, I was all over people last year, and you guys remember this, when – the Chiefs were having their issues after Tennessee beat them 27-3. to They fell to 3-4, and four, and the popular theme everywhere was the Chiefs are broken. Patrick Mahomes has been, air quotes, figured out. You know, Josh Allen's going to be fine. 
he's just people. This happens. Like football is hard. The other team gets paid too. And uh, you know, I'm I'm not jumping off the Josh Allen bandwagon in any way, shape, or form because he's had two and a half. He's had two and a half really bad games. Like they got into a great start against Green Bay. And they basically played with their food the rest of that game. And then he wasn't great against the Jets even before the injury. And, uh, you know, he made some really good throws and some really good plays, but also made a couple of poor decisions. He has four red zone interceptions over his last two games, and that doesn't even count the other red zone turnover, which is when he couldn't execute a quarterback sneak. So, you know, bleep happens, for lack of a better term. And football is hard. There's no reason the commander should have beaten the Eagles on Monday night. But they did. And sometimes you just got to roll with the punches. The bigger problem for Buffalo, for me, guys, is that I don't want to see them fall into the same pattern. Last year, they thwacked Kansas City and Arrowhead 38-20 to and proceeded to lose five of their next eight games. Well, they hang on to beat Kansas City and Arrowhead this year 24-20, to and now they're 1-2 and two in three games since then, and really have only played one good half. So, you know, I, that's, that's problematic for me. Uh, you know, and Buffalo's got to find a way to finish. They were up 17 points with 151 left in the third quarter. Well, and then along the same lines, I found myself thinking of you when I was watching football on Sunday because I understand the Jaguars are are still maybe same old Jaguars, but yeah. there was a moment where I look up and I see it feels like Mahomes hasn't really played amazingly, and then I look up and see he's thrown for like 290, four scores, he finishes with 330. Has yeah. he just redefined what we think of as great? Because it's like it, it felt like he was just kind of coasting, and you look up and you see yet again. Here's another 330 yard performance, four touchdowns. I understand the nature of the game has changed, but like it does yeah. almost feel like we we just quit appreciating him. I'm I'm so glad you said that because I've been saying this forever and banging my head against the wall. You know, like the popular topics this off season were Burrow's better than Mahomes. Allen's better than Mahomes. Herbert's better than Mahomes. You know, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, really? Because the guy that I'm talking about has all the receipts. And he added to them on Sunday, you know, with that third touchdown pass, of which he had four. Uh, he passed Dan Marino for the most touchdown passes in a quarterback's first 75 starts. He did it in 72 games. Okay? He has a winning record as a quarterback, his team does, when they trail in the fourth quarter. He literally has a winning record. His winning percentage, I think, is 529. Next closest of any quarterback who's played at least 20 games or had 20 starts in the NFL, you know what the next highest winning percentage is when your team is down in the fourth quarter? Tony Romo at 358. Okay? Guys, he's an alien unicorn that poops Sherbert ice cream. That's who he is. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> like, like he's, it's not even close. And I'll take it one step further. Then I'll get off the Mahomes bandwagon because I would get tired of you when I say this. I just appreciate greatness. Okay? Take all the best quarterbacks in football who have the best wide receivers, and they're doing great, whether it's Tua in Miami. And I mentioned Herbert, and I mentioned Allen, and I mentioned uh, Burrow. Would one of those quarterbacks trade their receivers for Patrick Mahomes' receivers? Would one of them do that? Would you trade Tyreek and Jalen for Miko Hardman, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling? <laughs> would, would, would Joe Burrow trade Chase, Higgins, and Boyd for those guys? There's no way. You wouldn't trade Nate Davis and Stephon Diggs for those guys. He's doing – Bud uh, – Bum Phillips, the great, great legendary coach in the NFL, Wade Phillips' dad, used to have this great line about how good someone is. He can take mine and beat his, and he can take his and beat mine. Yeah. Okay? And that's what, that's what Patrick Mahomes is doing. There's literally none of those receivers. Outside of Travis Kelsey, and I'm talking receivers only, not tight ends. 
there's not one of those receivers on the Chiefs that any of those other quarterbacks can say, oh, no, give me those guys instead of the guys I got. And they're the leading, the number one scoring offense in football. Talking to Trey Wingo. Trey, I'm, I'm curious, the other side of the Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills conversation is the Minnesota Vikings. Um, yeah. Are you buying them as Super Bowl contenders? I think you have to. I mean, look, Bill, I'm a big subscriber to Bill Parcells. You are what your record says you are, okay? When the Chiefs were 3-4 and four last year, they weren't a good football team because they were turning over. I was convinced they could turn it around because all they had to do was stop turning it over. Uh, but give you an example, um, on Sunday – the Bill, excuse me, the Vikings won their seventh straight game by a single score. That ties an NFL record, which just happened to belong to the Kansas City Chiefs in 2020 when they did it. And I think a lot of times one-score games dictate your season, right? There's going to be some blowouts. There's going to be some games where you play flat. The, to me, the best indicator of where you are as a team is how do you do in one-score games? And right now they've ripped together seven straight wins uh, by one score. I think they have to be taken seriously. Now, there might be some other teams that I think are better than them, but I can't knock the Vikings for what they've done. And that, you know, they're, they're, in the, they're in the stretch of the season that's going to define their season because they started with Buffalo. Then they play the Cowboys uh, this week, which weirdly enough, they're a one-point underdog at home. Uh, and then they take on, I believe, the, the Patriots and the Jets. I think those are the four games. And all those teams right now have winning records. This run that they're running started really great in Buffalo. This run will determine where we see Minnesota going forward. Are the Giants what their record is? I say that as a Giants fan because I, <laughs> I'm not really sure they are. No, they have limitations. I mean, Saquon's great. The defense is playing great. Uh, their wide receivers are pedestrian. And Daniel Jones has played okay. Like, he played really well on Sunday. But, you know, it was the Texans. The Texans have lost nine straight games against the NFC. The NFC East is 10-1 and one against the AFC this year. So, you know, that game was, if I'm a Giants fan, that game was far too close for my life. Um, I, I think Brian Dable is in the conversation for Coach of the Year. But let me just throw this out there, okay? I love it when people get all excited about teams with winning records and big stars when they talk about the Coach of the Year. Is there a better coaching job this year than Mike Rabel? Like, is, it, is, it, is there anyone who's done more with less in the 2022 regular season than Mike Rabel. You, you guys took the Chiefs to overtime without a single receiver having a reception in that game. What other team is going to do that? What other team can do that? Nobody gets more out of his players on a yearly basis than Mike Rabel. I guess the question is, whose roster do you think is better, the Giants or the Titans? Well... Um, that's a really good question. Problem for the Titans is who's healthy, right? Would you have right. seven defensive starters? I mean, it feels week? like every single week you you're like, oh, there's another ACL. Yeah, yeah. That, it started and it started with Landry in the yeah. off season or in the or in, in the preseason rather. Um, I, I think I would I might I might trust the Titans more because of Derrick Henry and because of, of Tannehill over his body of work as opposed to Daniel Jones, who's finally having the season. Uh, that they thought he would have, and Andy Holt had a couple of those seasons. You know, um, the wide receiving cores are, are a push. If we're honest about it, I mean, you know, I still think Traylon Burks is going to be a good player, um, but he ain't there yet. And, I agree uh, with you. He, he's not there yet, but I think he's going to be a good player. Um, and so I, I might trust I might trust the Tennessee roster based on the quarterback and obviously King Henry, who should, by the way, feast Thursday night. He does like Thursday night football too. Yeah. 
Well, it's not only that, but I mean, like the Packers are just dreadful. I mean, they're twenty six. Oh, you're not the buying the yards. the narrative that the Packers saved their season with why that comeback. Did, why did the Cowboys yeah. throw it forty eight times? Why? <laughs> why? Why? Did I did I maybe lay four with two the Cowboys? Words. Sure, I did. But yeah. why? Two words. Two words. Mike McCarthy. <sighs> that that game showed you why Mike McCarthy is no longer the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Why would you throw it that often when you have a defense that is 26th against the run in yards per game, 140.6, and 28th in the, in the NFL in yards per carry at 4.8? If, if, the, if the Titans don't run it 48 times, I would be shocked. But that's Mike McCarthy. And then the decision in overtime, you're in no man's land. I get it. You're like the 38-yard line. It's windy and cold. Fourth and four. Well, you know what's better than a loss? A tie. Like, pin the Packers deep and see if they can do it again. Like, that would be the strategy. Like, I, of all the options, going forward in that scenario made no sense to me whatsoever. All right, last but not least, Trey, are you buying the Miami Dolphins now as the biggest threat to the Chiefs in the AFC? Uh, the, listen, Tua is playing out of his mind. Uh, three straight games, three touchdowns, 70% completion, 300 passing yards, no interceptions. He's playing great. Um, Bradley Chubb makes their defense better. I'm going to throw to my default position. I'll I'll take the Chiefs until somebody beats them, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you another example, and I know I don't know how much time we have before the break, but uh, that win on Sunday was the 24th straight win in the month of November, months of November and December for the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes as their starting quarterback. Why is that significant? Well, the data only goes back to 1950, and that's the longest streak dating back to 1950 by any team slash quarterback combination ever. Uh, two teams, two teams and quarterbacks, Johnny Unitas with the Colts and Peyton Manning with the Colts, put together 17 straight wins like that. He's got them by seven. In, in every regular season game after the Chiefs' bye week over the last three seasons, their regular se- season record is 18-1. and one. Like, they are the Mariano Rivera's of closing an NFL season. And you look at their schedule, there's potentially one loss if they play their A game. There's potentially one loss out there. They've got to go back to Cincinnati, which, by the way, was the only place that they've lost in the last three seasons uh, after the bye in the regular season. And in that game, didn't they have a two-score lead? They, had, they were up 14 twice. They were yeah. up 11 at the half. But much, it was exactly the same scenario as the AFC Championship game. They were up 11 at the half, failed to score right before the half, and only scored three points in the second half, and the, the Bengals beat them both times. Yeah. Trey, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Trey. And make sure everybody in Memphis goes to Pimentos to watch all the games. My boy Trey Jordan, friend of mine, he's running a great restaurant there on Poplar. Check it out. Shout out to the MUS Owls and Trey Jordan. Yeah, there you go. You got it. Thank you, Trey. That is Trey Wingo. Trey's brought to us today by Caesars Sportsbook. You can get your first bet on Caesars. You can bet up to $1,250, and if you don't win, you'll get it back as a free bet. Terms and conditions apply. You must be 21 or older. When we come back, let's turn our attention to college football. Tim Murray joins us next. Right here on Giannotto and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.